What's good, Divine Gang Gang? This one's going to be really short. It's just a mini reaction. Um, I'm actually gearing up to try to work on a mental map for the Divine Feminines who are tuning into me. I had done a um, podcast with something playful, but I felt that was still going to help um, men not only visualize and get to the point where they could buy a Rolex for themselves, but to understand the whole process and why it even can be so offensive for you to ask a woman what she brings to the table. Um, but I'm gonna, I was thinking about it and I think that divine feminine should try to take part in that, um, in that process of what it means to go through to buy a Rolex watch of their own and it would really help them to understand, I think, their femininity a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could say it's it's definitely not conventional, right? But one of the things I've come to understand about being a world-class thinker, when you look at the book, um, How the Rich Think, their thinking is nonlinear. It's unconventional. It's, it's, a, it's um, flipping a mental switch, looking at things differently. And I also understand that the, the thought process of doing certain things in life prepares on a whole grander scale. Anyways, so I'm going to be working on that one. Um, you guys mostly know I do most of my stuff after midnight. Um, in the depth and the darkness, I was born late, like early morning, late night, early morning. And I don't know, ever since then, I've always been on that cycle where that's I'm the most productive. But let me keep this real short. So I was thinking about it, you know, in a couple of podcasts back, I was talking about how it's going to be really important for Divine Feminines at the end of the day, against all odds, you have to get to a point where you are happy with you, where you are the love of your life. It doesn't mean that you're, you know, bashing men or that you hate them or that you don't need them. You have to be happy in spite of it, against all odds. And I had mentioned, you know, how you have two different prototypes of what the preference is. These two women are everything that um, men say they want in a woman. They're attractive. Um, I mentioned that Kim Kardashian, she's the Eurocentric beauty standards, you know, white, um, slim, but she still went and got plastic surgery, which is something that kind of is fascinating to me. And she was just sitting there pretty, you know, everything afforded to her and given to her. As opposed to Beyonce, typical black woman in the sense that you have to work 10 times harder to be successful. She is soft-spoken, you know, she's not this loud, aggravating, ratchet person. Um, and, you know, great athletic body type. And these are the preferences that are being put in front of us to to be optimum. And they still get cheated on. They still get end up being made baby mamas. I made the assertion and I stand by this. I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I'm not part of her beehive per se. But um, uh, Jay-Z's going to leave her when those kids, when that last baby hits college, he's gone. He's ghost. And it's going to be with a younger woman. It's probably not going to be a black woman. So what's important for her is to focus on at the end of the day, are you enjoying the census? Are you enjoying, you know, it's what makes it, I think, 
more important for you to understand how important you have to be happy for yourself is sometimes we feel like, okay, if I had the husband, I would be happy. If I have the children, I'll be happy, but they grow up and now they're dating and they're having children of their own. And now you really have an empty nest. Are all the sacrifices and the things that you put up with and, and um, chased after, was it really worth it at the end of the day? You know, when you have that emptiness and you've poured yourself into your children and into a, into a relationship, did you at least enjoy the sunsets for yourselves and the massages for yourself and the manicures and the pedicures for yourself and taking the time to love on yourself and enjoy the experiences for yourself? That's what this divine feminine journey is about. So anyways... To get to the point of why I came on here, I wanted to come on here is you have someone such as Kevin Samuels who is telling all of these men exactly the criteria of what to look for in a woman. He's telling you she needs to be this, she needs to be that, she needs to have this personality, this body shape, um, accomplished to this amount of degree, she's going to carry herself. Kevin Samuels hasn't even found this woman yet. Kevin Samuels has not found this woman. He has talked to, at this point, thousands of women. If anyone would be able to identify and spot the type of woman to meet that criteria and be high value enough to travel the world and to experience different people, it's going to be Kevin Samuels. He talks about This is the type of woman you need to marry. This is the type of woman you need to look for. This is the type of woman that high value men look for. So if anybody can pinpoint that, it's going to be Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels hasn't even found her yet. He's still single. He has a girlfriend, but he's still single. She's not the marrying type. Oh, that's the Scorpio side of me dealing with the belly of the beast, the dark. I'm here for my assignment, right? About the invisible, the hidden. If anybody, listen, the day that Kevin Samuels finds somebody that fits the perfect criteria, perfect body shape, speaks to him in a way that makes him feel good and is you know, nurturing and all this. I don't know too much about him, but everything that a woman, when he finds her, it's kind of going to be the, 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 the happiest day and the saddest day because for all the earth and all the world that he's traveled over and for all the high value, he found the one. He found the one. So what, where does that leave the rest of the men? I don't know how old he is, but It took him years to find somebody that he can marry, that can settle down with. It's kind of like, I keep going back to that Rolex experience. When you know what's real and you know what's authentic and you know what to look for, when you see it, you're going to spot it, you're going to identify it. And, And it's kind of like you go in and you know what, it's kind of like going to a Rolex expert and they can tell you everything about it, but they don't own one themselves. And it's kind of like one of those things, like after a while, you get to a point where it's kind of like you ask somebody, whether it's for a fashion handbag or designer stuff, even for real estate, for cars, well, what would you buy? What would you look for? 
And they would tell you, oh, I would buy this um, Bentley with this type of interior, with these type of rims, with this type of performance, with this horsepower. Um, I would buy this bag, this Hermes bag versus this one, because this one's a classic and you're going to get more value for this bag versus this one. And the resale value is higher. Um, and the stitching on this one is much better. It's one of a kind, blah, 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 right? So if anybody knows how to pick the ideal woman, it's going to be Kevin Samuels, but he hasn't found someone he can marry yet. Not even he has found someone he can marry yet. And, but you're going to start to compete with that energy. You're competing to come to be this impossible woman that has, is, does not walk the face amongst us. They do not walk. They, they, they're not real. They're not real. I kind of, I like I said, I don't know very much about Kevin Samuels, but I almost wonder what he thinks about Kim Kardashian and or Beyonce. And I like to use both of them because they're on both different sides of the spectrum. There's the US Eurocentric, you know, type of woman that has done the plastic plastic surgery and then you have the black woman who's not you know like i said she's in shape she's driven she's um she's she's very soft-spoken um everything that from what i understand a man looks for those are the preferences and they still have crummy lives kim kardashian is the most attractive woman right every man wants to be with her and she is a baby mama with four kids. The richest, one of the richest women in the world. A whole freaking walking baby mama. <laughs> Beyonce, everything about her cheated on. And I'm guaranteeing you just the MO. You know, I know how these quote unquote high value men talk when they get into these cigar lounges and Jay-Z already had the Becky with the good hair. He was already with the, um, with that one girl. I'm forgetting her name right now. So if anything, he's learned to be more discreet, not bringing around the kids. The divine feminine experience is about you learning to love yourself. Right? And to enjoy the moments. And at the end of the day, when you're walking with your boo down the sunset and you're going into mission with them and you're having the children, at the end of the day, are you still happy? Because I think what happens with the divine feminine experience, and I had talked about, this is, wow, this is going to probably end up being the full 30 minutes. But one of the things that I've noticed about the divine feminine experience, especially when we believe we're on the twin flame journey, is a lot of us were putting up with things that like were that we're not going to make us happy. You know, I, at this point, if you identify with having been a divine feminine or on a twin flame journey, you've put up with the ghosting. And for what? And you've cut, you've put up with the orbiting where they circle in and then they circle out and then they circle in and then they circle out and there's no commitment. And there's third, third parties and we call them karmics and we say oh he he um succumbed to the karmic and um he doesn't understand my value yet no you don't understand your value yet 
you really could be out here living your whole best life. Understand when I say this, I said, we, I think divine feminines will be so much better when we start to deal with the divine masculine counterpart of ourselves, where we face reality, where we're dealing with logic and we're practical. There's going to be a few of us who chose, you know, to come here and to have gotten married young and to live that life. That's fine. And one of the things I wanted to to kind of address as things go a little bit further down the road, there's no reason for us to be jealous of each other. Because you don't know what that person, what cost they had to get to that lifestyle. Your next lifetime, you can come in as a white woman and get married to, you know, and, and have a rich lifestyle. But you, you chose to come here in this form and to experience it and to see if you could master it. And when you chose to come, like any woman, regardless of your race, part of the dynamic is there's a lot of us. So you have to deal with the psychology that Even though we are one of a kind, because it is a man's world, it's going to tell you that, you know, you're one of many, that you can be discarded, that there is no worth, that there is no value. That's what this whole process is about. Like you learning to get into your headspace and ascending from that and evolving from that and not buying into that, not paying for that ticket. You know, and I, I since I was talking about Kevin Samuels a little bit, let me just go ahead and finish out this. This it's kind of like a two part. It is fascinating to me. This really is a man's world. There is no reason why there should not be any successful man. Period. Whether you're black or white or anything else, it's a man's world. Everything is stacked in your favor, and especially for white men because it's like literally for all the degrees I've had to get and all the work experience and working the long hours, getting to the, to the office before my boss and after the boss, right. Leaving after he leaves him going on vacations and me holding down the whole office by myself and writing whole accreditation reports by myself. Kid you not. But a job that should have been done by a Dean and four department chairs did it all by myself right? But the odds are stacked in a, in a man's favor to where he can show up and get paid up to 70% more than a woman, 70, 70 cents more than a woman for every dollar, just for showing up with the penis, <laughs> right? And then don't let him mess around and be white. Automatically have doors open for him. And then on top of it, I don't think men really understand how good they have it. Like to me, I'm in the space where to me, a guy that's going to complain about his outcome and is not satisfied, you have things so freaking easy. You have anywhere from five to seven to 10 women for year one that you really could choose from to be your wife, to, to, to have a certain look to, um, that you can build with if you want to, or have as an arm piece. You have so many opportunities at your, at, before you. 
So to me, MGTOW is really a joke. Men going their own way and complaining and saying that they're single and they can't find a one woman. It's kind of the idea that they're following Kevin Samuels, who has all of the expertise in the world and still hasn't found someone he can marry it. So now that this dissatisfaction spreads to you, where you're looking for this woman that if she really does exist, it's going to be one of a kind and Kevin Samuels is going to find her and marry her. And now everybody's really going to be in trouble because this woman does not exist. And you have all these women trying to lose more weight. Like it's one thing to be healthy. Do not get me wrong. But trying to lose extra more weight, getting the plastic surgery. If you're white, you're going getting tanned and you're getting your, you know, lip fillers and butt implants and if you're black you're bleaching your skin and relaxing your hair and you're wearing the wigs and you're trying to be skinny you're trying to be docile so you have all these women in chaos trying to meet up to these standards of a woman that will never exist and can never satisfy a man and if anybody should be happy in this world it really should be a man because you have plethora of women to choose from opportunities at your at your doorstep a black man regardless of how hard it is you're going to make more than a woman even a black woman period for no other reason than just showing up there's studies and statistics that show this so to me it's just like in that space where i'm like i really just i'm in a space where i wouldn't want to hear any man of any background starts to complain about not finding a wife, not finding, you know, they talk about marrying wombats. Who told you to go marry a wombat? Who told you to go have a baby with a wombat? There's this one guy, Faison Love, I think is his name, and he calls his baby mama a wombat. Well, for one, that means you have poor taste. Do you mean to tell me you couldn't tell she was a wombat before... You slept with the whole entire wombat? Like, that's something you don't tell nobody. You'd be embarrassed about that. I'm selective who I even talk about on my on my podcast. And they're, you know, for the most part, high-value men. What I look like saying this guy was a, a wombat? What? You couldn't tell that before? And you're going to complain about the whole situation? You have a whole bunch of options. And you chose that. Why didn't you choose a high value woman? Why didn't you choose someone who has a nice body that treats you right, that can do all of these things for you? Because the ratios, the odds are in your favor. So don't come in and complain to me about my baby mama this, my, thankfully, thankfully, the guys that I've talked to, they, I can't say that I ever heard them bash their baby's mom right? Because I probably would have already started to feel some kind of way back then, but especially now. Don't don't come at me at the energy where you're bashing another woman because you chose her. And the more derogatory you try to get in describing her, the more I'm looking at you like, you mean to tell me you really couldn't tell this was a whole entire wombat? Bruh. And then... There's no excuse. Like, I feel like women, we do have to grind and take her, but we chose this experience. I'm not going to, I think from this point, move forward. I wear it like with a badge of honor because with a masculine, you really could just show up at a job and compete with the rest of the men and really bring home, you know, the, bring home the bacon for real. It's a man's world. 
So if you really wanted to get married and you really are out here being a high value man, travel, go meet the different kind of women. I don't really, really don't care if she's black, white, Hispanic, Latina, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, the odds are that much more in your favor. All shapes and sizes and personalities and socioeconomic backgrounds, I really shouldn't be hearing you complain about anything. But yeah, so I'm going to sign off here. It's shorter than 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 30 minutes, but longer than the, you know, two minutes I thought I would talk about or three minutes. Yeah, I just find it fascinating. Kevin Samuels is a whole certified selector of women, but he hasn't found one that he can marry yet. So what does that mean for you, Divine Feminines, to try to scramble? And and like I said, I probably am going to try to pay attention to see what he has to say about Beyonce and Kim Kardashian. Because it's going to be really funny to me. Like, legit, you guys, sometimes I could be sitting here and a thought will come in my mind. And I'll just be, like, laughing to myself. If he says that Kim Kardashian and Beyonce, that there's flaws with them, then now we really, I just, <laughs> you can't get any better than that. You can't get any better than that. So I have no choice but to try to be happy with the best version of who I am, you know, and to show for myself and to live my best experiences. Because Kevin Simmons hasn't found her yet. So good luck to everybody else out there trying to find this person that's good enough for someone like Kevin Samuels, who's a high value man to have found her. And good luck to all of the women trying to be like this woman who has not been found yet. Okay. So for me, I think you can hear it even with me moving forward. And and I felt like the last two podcasts I did really is a beautiful space for me to be in. I'm going to be out here living my best life, creating experiences for myself. Would love, would love to be in a relationship with a handsome man with a gray beard and have a child of my own. Would love it. Understanding that it might get to the point where he might cheat on me. He might divorce me and that I might have to raise a child on my own. But I'm going to choose to still be happy regardless. Right? And that's what the experience is about. You chose to come here and choose to be happy and to take care of yourself and show up for yourself against all the odds. Against all the odds. Okay? So I'm going to sign off here. I'm going to charge you with love. With the love of your life, and the love of your life is you. Show up for yourself. I'm gonna charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates invisible. And Scorpios were all about the deep dark belly of the beast, the the scorpion, the eagle, and the phoenix rising from the ashes. It doesn't get any lower or any more nittier or grittier than a black woman's experience of not being loved and appreciated and no one's preference and just can't seem to come out in the right bundle. But yet still I rise and I ascend to the point where I love myself. And now I start to master what it means to manifest abundance. Yet still I will rise. I'm going to charge you with health. It's important to take care of yourself. So that you can live long enough to enjoy the harvest. To see the results right? Charging you with wealth. 
everything that your heart can desire. I pray that you enjoy what it means to acquire it and to provide for yourself and the prosperity mindset, the poverty mindsets are gone with health, with wealth, with wisdom, with wisdom in a way that will protect you from heartbreak and financial loss to a point where you can have legacy and abundance and happiness, right? Health, wealth, wisdom, and prosperity. Prosperity is is more than just being rich. It's, it's a state of being where everything in all areas of your life are just beautiful. With the health, with the wealth, with the wisdom, with the family, with the loved ones. Sense of fulfillment. Sense of accomplishment. The joy, the happiness. Okay? All right? <laughs> know that I love each and every one of you. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to play around a little bit with um something for the Divine Feminines and the Rolex watch and the experience behind that and how unique and how special you are. But you have to understand that for yourself and, and the, the psychology behind it, right? Okay. So like I said, I'm going to focus on that one. It, I, I think I might do it tonight. Tonight is it's Friday. I might do it um, Friday going into Saturday morning and or Sunday. I'm going to give myself time to marinate on it and just make it fun and playful. Okay. So signing off until the next one. Peace.